0: And, uh, you get mad in religion and you say, well, you do this and jump through that. Hoop you, but what does religion do? We see it again and again. Uh, I think about the priests of the Roman, uh, Roman Catholicism, all of the molestation, all of the scandals. Uh, you see, religion don't make anything any better. Uh, religion only makes a man worse uh, and because it teaches him how to hide his sin. Uh, it teaches him how to cover up his sin. Uh, that's all religion will do. Uh, and there's a lot of people around this country uh, they think religion's gonna get them to heaven. Uh, they think religion's gonna be good enough. Uh, well, I'm gonna tell you something this morning. Uh, our religion never got nobody. Why I like preaching today? Uh, our religion never got anybody to heaven. Uh, it takes a relationship uh, with the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, it takes a personal knowledge. Uh, I have a transforming conversion. A lot of people try religion, but it just makes things worse. Then let me say to you this morning that there's a lot that trust in their resources, but they find that it wastes away. A lot of folks think, "Well, if I've got money, if I've got money, boy, I I can do. Hey, I can do anything I want to do. I've had my resources, buddy. I've got it made. I made this statement yesterday. We were coming through uh, Biltmore yesterday evening." And they were talking about the Biltmore house and they were talking about the Vanderbilts. And here's what I said, and I want you to think about this. I said, I've been to the Biltmore house a lot of times. I've seen them Vanderbilt's pictures on the wall. Now I want you to think about this. I said, I don't ever recall seeing a picture where I thought they were happy. Every time I ever seen one of them Vanderbilt's pictures. Have you ever been to the Biltmore house and saw a picture? and said, look yonder. (laughs) They're playing and smiling and frolicking and they're having a time. Boy, they're so happy. No. Matter of fact, every rich man I ever seen, every rich man I ever knew had that same look on his face. Oh, his riches didn't do him any good. They only weighted him down. People think, if I could have enough stuff, if I could have enough resources, I... Oh, boy, if I could trust in my things. But there's never been a U-Haul behind a hearse. Nobody's ever took it with them when they went. Listen to me this morning. Them resources won't work. All that'll help a man is rejuvenation. That is being made new on the inside. I'm glad one day, thank God, at the Law Branch Baptist Church, sitting about three-quarters of the way back on the left-hand side. I I got made a new creature. I I got in on a transforming conversion. And I've never, ever, ever been the same since the day that So there's the prerequisite of conversion. You can't get transformed until you've been converted. You can't do no better. Have you ever seen somebody, they get in sin and and you think to yourself, why did they do that? Why would anybody do what they're doing? Why did they get their self? You know the answer to that? They can't do no better. They're just doing what comes natural to them, like a brute beast. The other night, we'd been to Walmart. I come out of Walmart and I'm walking to my truck. It's parked in a busy parking lot. As I'm walking to my truck, I see that this guy has loaded some things in his truck. He has walked over to my taillight of my truck, and he's put his hand like this on my taillight. And I think, I think well, is this fellow praying over my truck? Is he having a spell? I don't know. Me being the untrusting soul that I am, I decided to walk way around the outside so I could get a look before I walked up on this gentleman. I walk way around the outside, Brother Neil, and then I hear what he's doing. He's peeing. He's peeing in the parking lot. In the middle of a... And nearly on my truck. I don't even let my dogs pee on my truck. I looked at that and I said, you got to be kidding me. He just walked out of Walmart. There's bathrooms in Walmart. Now, me and Randall know what it is to have to need to pee, but we ain't never needed to pee that bad. i tell you what I told Rachel. I said, brute beasts. Mankind have gotten where they ain't no better than the animals in the woods. That is that, just like the animals in the woods. But you know what? That's what comes natural to a man. A man, by the default nature, is a sinful creature. Yes. And he can try to do better. And by the way, this fellow really didn't even act embarrassed. I said, what? What are you doing? Got in his truck. Drove off. Unbelievable. Man tries to do better, but they can't do no better. You know what man needs? Man needs Jesus. Amen. You know what Yancey County needs? Yancey County needs the Lord. Oh, man, that's exactly right. Me and Neil were talking before we come out from prayer room. He was talking about this brewery that's getting going down there in Michaelville and all over the county. People open up breweries and wineries and liquor distilleries and all those kind of things. But you know what? If if people loved Jesus, there wouldn't be nobody to sell that mess to. That's exactly right. They need Jesus. That's what they need. They need the Lord Jesus Christ. Only Jesus can make a difference in a man's life. It's the prerequisite of conversion. Then note this. There's the peculiarity of conversion. I got to think about this yesterday. Everything about being saved is weird. What do you name preacher? Well, think about it. A man, God initiates salvation, it's wrought in a peculiar way. <laughs> think about the initiation of salvation. For it pleased God through the foolishness of preaching to save those that believe. Now, here's what man says. Man says you need a 12-step program. Man says we've got to give you a book. Man says we've got to educate you. Man says we've got to teach you better. But God said, here's how I'm going to do it. I'm going to use an old country boy standing behind a pit, a full pit spitting and hacking and sweating and preaching the Word of God. And that's how I'm going to make a transformation in man's life. Now, you've got to admit that's a peculiar Way. Don't you think about something? Come here, Noah. Let's say Noah, come into the doctor. Sit down there, Noah. He's broke his he's broke his foot. Act like he broke your foot, Noah. The doctor walks in and here's what he says. He throws the door open, he says, "Hi, hey, bless goodness, the foot's broke. And I tell you what you need. Oh, you need a cast on your foot. And I'm gonna call my nurse. I'll be right back. You'd say, that's the weirdest, that's the weirdest fellow I ever saw. What is the matter with this doctor? So say, i say, how did a doctor visit He'd go? That's the craziest doctor I've ever seen in my life. He's a weirdo. You talk about a peculiar fellow, he is peculiar. Well, you gotta admit, that's strange. When you think about it like that, preaching's weird. Who signs up on Sunday morning to come and sit down on a pew and let another man scream at him for an hour. But God chose that. By human thinking, it is unusual, it is peculiar, but in God's economy, it's right on time. Amen. Amen. God, So salvation gets started in the most peculiar way you could ever think of. But let me say this to you. Not only is it wrought in a peculiar way in that it is initiated by uh, by the uh, foolishness of preaching, uh, but salvation is peculiar because it's invisible to the naked eye. That's weird, that's weird. How is it that a man can be sitting in a church pew, lost and undone without God, drunk a fifth of liquor last night, beat on his wife before he went to bed, get in a church house, some man's screaming at him and he gets under conviction and gets up and walks in an altar, gets saved, and suddenly he quits drinking, quits beating his wife, quits cussing his kids. Uh, hey, how is that possible? The world looks at it and says that's impossible. That can't happen. But how many of you have seen it happen time and time again? Uh, over and over again you've seen it happen. Uh, that's peculiar. Uh, that's strange. Uh, but that's God. Hallelujah. God operates in a mystery. I wrote something down, I just now thought about it. Let me call it up right here, I didn't put it in the outline. Let me call it up up right here. I want to tell you what A.W. Tozer said right here just because it's, it's a blessing. God reveals himself but rarely explains himself. When I read that sitting in the barbershop and I read that and I wrote it down on my notepad on the phone, I said, How true? Brother Neil, God will reveal himself, but he rarely explains himself. <laughs> God will show up and you'll go, wow, somebody's saved. What happened? I can't explain it. You know why? God rarely ever explains himself because he don't have to. Amen. And so salvation is a peculiar thing. But aren't you glad, thank God, it makes a peculiar people. It changes you in peculiar ways. It makes a peculiar people out of those that he saves. Weird. Watch this. There's the peculiarity. It's invisible, the naked eye. It's initiated by the foolishness of preaching. And then it involves miracle working blood. And you know what all that does? It starts the strangest wrestling match that ever has been. Amen. <laughs> we come back from the ball game the other night. For the last few weeks, come here, Noah. I'll pick on, pick on Noah day. For the last few weeks, this has been Noah. Every time I walk in, that's a little. That's a little weak. That feels a little weak. Let's mean you wrestle. Let's mean you. I'm gonna wrestle. We come back from the ball game, and that's what it was. That's a little weak. Let's mean you wrestle. And I said okay. So I handed Rachel my glasses, and I said, "Let's wrestle." Shortest wrestling match ever. You talk about Joe the Ragman. When I got him in the headlock, he went down like a. He went down like a shot cat. And I got on top of him and I got some pressure points and I rubbed him good and rubbed it, Didn't I? <laughs> now you say, well, that's a weird wrestling match out on the front porch of the church. Let me tell you what's a weirder wrestling match than that. There's two men lives inside me. Some of y'all right now are going, oh, I know he's crazy. But there is... There's a fleshly man that wants to do certain things, but then I got a spiritual man, and they're constantly, if I... My fleshly man says, oh, let's go do this. And the spiritual man says, you're going to do that across my dead body. And then the first thing you know, they're wrestling. And there's this, there's this uh, discontentment inside. Well, no wonder Christians are peculiar. You see, the world just does whatever it wants to do. Uh, there's no battle. Uh, there's no fight. Uh, but inside of a Christian, uh, uh, when the flesh says, let's go do it, uh, there's a spiritual man that rises up and says, oh, no. Uh, we can't do that. Uh, we've got, we've got we're better than that. Let's not get involved in that. Oh my goodness. They're started a lesson. Ain't that weird? Ain't that weird? That's weird. But how many of you this morning saved by the grace of God say I know exactly what you're talking about preacher. I know exactly. How I many my flesh go oh I want that right there and something inside me says you know you can't have that. You know you can't do that. You know you can't listen to that. You know you can't talk that way. Something on the inside. It's a wrestling match. You can sit down. Now, note this. It begins an unusual wrestling match, but then it produces peculiar people. 1 Peter 2, 9, Peter said this. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Now watch this. It's unusual that Peter would have said that because Peter was the one that warmed by the fire and said, Blessed Lord, I don't know. Him. I don't know. Him. But you know what Peter said over there? He said, Listen, if you're saved, it'll show up on you and you can't help it. Because you're peculiar. Something weird about you. Two years ago, we went up there to that sight and sound theater and watched that Jesus play. <laughs> I spent the whole time squalling and wiping tears. I couldn't believe it. If you've never seen it, it's worth the trip up there to watch it. I was wiping tears and squalling and crying. There's this little lady beside me. Uh, during the intermission, a little black lady, she looked over at me and she said, Lord, honey, you're having fun than anybody here. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, you a Pentecostal. <laughs> oh, I said, no. I said, I'm a Bentecostal. I'm a Bentecostal. I'm telling you, if you get right saved, it'll show up on. Me. There's been times I've tried to keep it from showing <laughs> up. Oh, that's exactly right. It used to be honest. Be right honest now. Drop your little facade. There's been times that you didn't particularly want anybody to know you saved either. <laughs> hey, man. But I'm telling you, you just can't hide it. It'll come out on you somehow. Yes, sir. It works for the outside. Why? Because it makes you peculiar. You're not like the world. Don't look at like things that the world looks at. Don't think about things the world thinks about. And that only comes through and by conversion. That's been blood bought. Washed in the blood. And let me give you this. I'm done right here. We talked to you about the promises of conversion. What do you mean, preacher? Well, One of the greatest things about being saved is the exceeding great and precious promises. Oh, I've got some things laid up. Watch it. Number one, there's a promise of a home. I sung that song, designed by a king in the beautiful somewhere. I want you to think about this. When you were lost, your default setting for eternity was hell. Nothing you can do about it. You die lost, you go to hell. But the instant you got saved, the moment you got saved, the second that you put your faith in Christ, suddenly your default setting become heaven. And no longer being a citizen of this country, Miss Karen, all of a sudden the things of this world seem less and less promising. I've got my eyes on a heavenly country this morning.